from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We're broadcasting from our national headquarters here in Alexandria, Virginia. Today joining me is our national commander, Commissioner David Hudson. Commissioner, good to see you this morning. And you. It's good to see you as well. Thanks for being with us. And also our illustrious producer, Elizabeth. She's here, but she's not mic'd up. But uh, we're so grateful for her uh, working all the bells and whistles and pulling this all together. Today's a very special podcast, as each of them are, but in particular this one, as we're going to be discussing in a very short period of time here, COVID-19 and the Salvation Army's national, if not international, response to this matter. Commissioner, uh, this is really uh, uh, uncharted territory uh, for all of us, and uh, particular for you, given the leadership uh, that... that um, you are are delving in, um, but I just was curious. How are you, how are you and Commissioner Sharon uh, holding up personally? How are uh, things for you? Oh, uh, we're doing we're doing fine. Uh, you know, we're trying to stay actively uh, helping the Salvation Army and and the American public the best we can. Uh, but we're also trying to adhere personally to the guidelines uh, that um, the, our state has issued and, uh, and the federal government as well. So we uh, pretty well stay at home as much as we can. Uh, we work from home from our balcony and our condo in, uh, in Alexandria. Uh, we go to the store for essentials. Um, I do go out and uh, walk along the trail and uh, which is always enjoyable to get some fresh air. Uh, but we're doing very well, thanks for asking. And you're a very active person. You have been traveling constantly in this position and now you have uh, your stay at home. I mean, you're, you're not going anywhere. You're here for the long haul. Yeah, I, uh, I think I got off, last time I got off a plane was uh, March 1st or 2nd. And so that was about three weeks ago now maybe. And uh, as uh, you would know, uh, we have put a moratorium on all travel mm -hmm. uh, for national headquarters through the end of April, and my wife and I are adhering to that as well. And so uh, we will not be going anywhere for at least uh, the next uh, five, six weeks or something like that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's different. Now, national headquarters is not closed. We're remote. We're we are all working remotely. It took a it took a few days for us to get up and running. Was there any any thoughts that you had about how national headquarters is operating in these times? Well, from what I've heard, uh, hearing and what I've witnessed, we're doing remarkably well. You know, about ninety five percent of our people or so uh, are able to work effectively from home, and uh, so they're engaged throughout the day. Uh, they're uh, engaged through their computers, through their cell phones, uh, keeping keeping things moving the best we can. Uh, all of the commissioners' conference uh, committees and um, commissions are going to be remote at least through the end of April, and so our people are engaged uh, with the territories. Uh, community relations and development 
uh, department are working, are working just uh, full steam ahead and uh, just doing a yeoman's job and um, trying to support the territories and both uh, communicating uh, what we're doing to the national uh, public, uh, but also uh, helping facilitate the national fundraising uh, that will be allocated to the territories uh, to combat the virus and help the Salvation Army in our response. We have a terrific group of people, both officers and employees that work in this building. And one of the unique things that we experience here is the fellowship and the unique opportunities uh, that we have um, to be together. So this is a, a lot different for all of us, but I know our program and publications team is effectively working and we're still uh, churning out um, more and more information. We're gonna be uh, producing issues of the war cry. We're almost done with May's and, and June is almost in the bag and we wanna encourage uh, our soldiers and officers and employees to uh, use the war cry in your distribution processes that are really going to be ramping up here soon um, in helping uh, a world of hurt. Um, what, what are some of the things, Commissioner, that you're seeing from, from your perspective, uh, some, uh, some of the blessings and, and maybe some of the real challenges? Well, I think the challenges is we are, as you said, are in uncharted waters. I've been an officer for 40, almost 45 years, and I have never seen anything like this. You know, we've... Uh, and you've been through a lot of different disasters, yeah. earthquakes and Yeah, hurricanes. I mean, uh, I certainly remember 9-11 and what was going on in that time. I remember the, uh, the housing crash and how it impacted the country and how it uh, impacted... Uh, the Salvation Army and our ability uh, to serve. I've, uh, I've witnessed uh, disasters which are more episodic and localized uh, and the Army's response, uh, but never anything as broad as this. I mean, this is a, a, a global, uh, you know, the world is certainly in our thoughts and minds. We here at National Headquarters are pretty well focused on uh, what we're doing to support our people here in the United States. So it, it is a unique situation. So that's kind of the challenging part. Here's the blessing part. The Salvation Army, when there is a call to action, I don't know of a group in the world that responds faster and um, adjusts its response to whatever the challenge is. I just heard yesterday in California, along with the thousands that were already housing, you know, in the evening, uh, overnight, and... Uh, uh, permanent shelters uh, with the Salvation Army in California. In Southern California, they are ramping that up by a thousand additional beds right now. They're opening warehouses and uh, spacing bunks uh, the appropriate distances in order to meet the challenge. And Mayor Garcetti says, I want to do more. And the Salvation Army wants to do more, and we want to do as much as we can. Uh, it was also interesting to see uh, in Montana where the Army is utilizing unused school buses that would normally be picking up kids uh, now are delivering food mm. uh, to families. Uh, so that great partnership now with, with uh, the folks in Montana. In a couple of places, we're offering no-cost child care to health care uh, providers and uh, first responders. And we'll continue to do that as long as we can. 
but at the same time, we have to kind of balance how do we keep everybody safe. Uh, food distribution, where usually people come in to a facility, now it's drive-through. Uh, donations, where a person used to bring things in, is now drive-through. Uh, so again, it's, it's trying to meet the challenge uh, in, in this unique ways, and the Army is responding um, just in, in just incredible, uh, incredible ways, which is such an encouragement to see. It's, uh, it certainly is the Salvation Army that I'm passionate about. It's that exercise of mission that uh, I'm just, I'm so passionate with our mission. And to see men and women uh, just coming together with appropriate distance <laughs> uh, to, uh, to meet human need in his name uh, without discrimination. There's a need. We want to meet that need. We're residing on the shoulders of officers and soldiers uh, for decades and decades who had a spirit of innovation. And this is a, another time for us to innovate. And perhaps you can give a little bit of encouragement to the officers and soldiers and employees on the field to, uh, to you know, to go beyond, go beyond and start thinking even more creatively. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I first want to say, we need to keep our people safe yeah. and we need to be safe. And so we need to use good judgment, right? Uh, we need to, uh, uh, we need to find ways to work, not just internally with each other, but with external partners, uh, work with other like, uh, organizations, spirit of collaboration. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, and just as we come together and we focus on this thing together, uh, we will uh, overcome it quicker with uh, fewer people being impacted. Uh, but we really have to be responsible. I heard the Surgeon General today talk about uh, people out on the beaches in California in light of what's going on today. And um, we all have to take this seriously. If we don't, it's going to go longer and it's going to go deeper. And we can't afford to have that happen because our people matter too much. Our vulnerable po uh, populations matter greatly. But I think sometimes uh, even younger people have this sense of immortality. Mm -hmm. uh, but what we're seeing in this country may be a little bit different. And the, the Surgeon General is saying, well, maybe it's because of the vaping uh, that you know more and more people are doing that. And maybe that's contributing to this. Uh, but we find that the younger people in the states, at this point, there's concern that it may not be following the same pattern as China and uh, Italy. So our people need to be smart, and they need to adhere to the government rules that are being set down and guidelines, while at the same time finding ways to creatively serve our people. You went to church yesterday in uh in Pasadena, didn't you? Man, I went to church, uh, <laughs> I think it was four. I started the day at Saddleback, and uh, uh, Rick Warren gave a great yeah, message. Yeah, the nation's pastor. Yeah, yeah I went to uh, Pasadena Tabernacle, and then I made a stop by at Phoenix South Mountain. I think I cruised by El Cajon in Mayocor in, in <laughs> Southern California. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I found myself uh, on the North Shore of Hawaii, and uh, listening to the service uh, that was being done at the upper room, which actually was, I think they were doing 11 o'clock their time, but it was uh, like 
five or six our time. So while adhering to the travel ban. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, virtually everywhere. Matter of fact, I guess the Concord got back out and got, helped me get around because I was I was getting around pretty fast yesterday. We want to encourage our listeners to go to thewarcry.org. There we're every day uploading new content, and we want to know uh, in particular to your your links to your live services and things that you're doing. And I know that people are holding meetings not just on Sunday. But sometimes there's Bible studies going on and uh, throughout the week and other activities. Uh, we want to promote those of you that are continue to do the most good that are doing it safely and smartly. And we're very encouraged and we thank God for all of you that are fighting for good uh, in these days. And we, we, uh, we want to uh, give you all a, an incredible shout out for that. Well, Commissioner... Um, in conclusion here, what, what sorts of words of hope and comfort and, and, and encouragement do you want to give to our listeners and officers, soldiers, employees, volunteers? Well, in times of uncertainty, the one thing that I have experienced as a constant in my life is God's faithfulness. God is forever faithful. And we have promises in the Old Testament, in Joshua, and in Hebrews, where it says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So we need to realize that God is with us. And we need to realize that uh, our current state will not be our permanent reality. Uh, we will overcome this. We will pass through this. But we need to do it in a way that honors God. Mm. But also it needs to be in a way that um, honors our leaders, uh, governmental leaders uh, at every level. When they're giving us advice, we need to adhere to the advice. And if we do these things, we will get through these things quicker and with uh, less consequences. So uh, the encouragement is this will pass uh, if we, we just need to make sure that we are paying attention to things that are the most important. And the Salvation Army is in this for the long haul. We are in everything for the long haul. We're first in because we're already there. We're last out because we will continue to be there. And throughout the United States, some 7,500 centers of operations from very, very small to very large, we will be there to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, of redemption, of restoration, of hope and grace, and to meet human need in his name without discrimination. The Salvation Army is essential, is an essential organization deemed by the uh, U.S. government. And um, we want to encourage everybody, as the commissioner said, to be safe, to be smart, uh, to use, um, use that old noggin that God has given you and use your wisdom. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And some of our regular listen, listeners uh, know that already, but we want to encourage you to use those sources and, and to uh, continue to tell your message. We are, as I said earlier, continuing to publish the War Cry and peer magazines. Those magazines will be coming to you uh, and even more digital information uh, that Elizabeth, our producer here, will be putting up on our, our website. So, And we're trying to get our technology together so that we'll be producing more episodes of the Fight for Good podcast as we go forward uh, through this crisis together. So that will conclude uh, this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Commissioner, thank you so much for coming and being with us today.
And we want to thank you, our listeners, for taking a few moments out of your day. We hope that God's favor and grace and peace will be yours. Be safe, everybody. God bless you. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.